0: Ladies and gentlemen, your very own Michigan State Spartans. Goal scored by Fatai Alache. Brian Keener, and the cast. Let's hear it for your MSU Spartans, Rachel Van Poplen. Goal scored by Mary Catherine Fiebernitz. A few national team players here on the Seattle Sounders. Clint Dempsey, Eddie Johnson. All right, and welcome to Corner Kick, the podcast from WDBM East Lansing's Impact Sports. Um, Today we're talking about soccer, and we have three special guests in studio. We have assistant coach for the men's soccer team, Kylie Standard, and we have Fatai Alashe and Jay Chapman. And I'm also joined by my co host, Brooks Lambier, in studio. So, welcome, everybody. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Thank you. you. How's today been? I know you guys were out at the camps. Those just finished up. Um,
1: Yeah, this is kind of one of the premier recruiting camps that we do throughout the year. So it was a day and a half camp. We had almost 90 campers. Uh, It was a full day yesterday and about a half day today. And then all of our current MSU guys help us out at some point with that as well, too. So it was good. Good. Long, but good. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is it a tough kind of a tough schedule a constant
1: yeah they go from about uh we go from about 9 a.m to 6 p.m yesterday and then 9 a.m to twelve thirty or so today so but it's it's a pretty good level we had uh actually nine states represented four different countries um and mostly sophomores through seniors in high school a couple junior college players um but it's it's a really good level we had uh almost 15 division 1 coaches there that were watching and evaluating and then um, a few a couple D2, a couple D3 and NAIA schools as well too. So it's a really good really good camp for these kids just trying to get some extra exposure.
0: And when did this camp start? Was it like how long have MSU been doing it? This is the fourth doing?
1: year of it. Fourth year of, of this one. So it's it's grown up grown a lot. It's really popular. We probably had I mean we had another 30 Forty people trying to get into this camp so but it was since it's limited to inside we could only we had to cap it at a certain amount but it was a, it was a good level there were probably <clears throat> of the 90 or so I would say a good 30 plus are, are capable of playing division one soccer at some level or another um, and then I would say a majority of them can play college soccer. College soccer at some level, mm-hmm. whether it be D two through junior college. And Fatai and Jay, what was your
0: role? Were you guys out there helping ref? Were you out there helping coach? Like, what was uh, you, what's kind of a player role for MSU players? I
2: would say. Our biggest role is to kind of just talk to the kids when they're not playing, like when they're not on the field, just give them a taste of what our school's like. You know, if they have any questions, mm-hmm. you answer questions for them. I didn't do a lot of refing because I'm... Fatai
1: pulled up lame <laughs> with an injury, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Got a um, good
2: so it's probably not a good idea to be running the sidelines. <laughs> yeah,
3: no, I mean, um, I think it's basically just like when you see them there and they're playing soccer, they're always looking at you. And, I mean, it's it's... It's setting an example by, you know, helping out and showing that, like, we have a lot of teamwork. But it's also kind of like they they look at you, you know, we have our MSU gear on, and they kind of, it's, you can kind of see it in their eyes that they like, they mm-hmm. want that. So I think it's cool that we're there, and we're kind of, like, providing them with kind of, like, a kind of, like, a desire that, like, that they want to get to. Mm-hmm. And also just helping them out and just having, like, a good weekend of soccer.
0: There's someone you guys, they look up to you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Did either of you guys come to this? When you were being recruited, I did. I did. I didn't
3: come. Yeah, to it, uh, I think.
1: I think actually, I would say almost the majority of our t- team has come to either this one or we run something similar in the summer. That's kind of an elite recruiting camp, and I would say probably honestly ninety percent of our team has probably come to it at some point or another. Yeah, um, yeah I think Fatai is one of the f- few, probably two or three that yeah. that that didn't. Um, I was an elite when I was coming out. and and, <laughs> and now we. Uh, and usually now we have our incoming freshmen uh, come to the summer one. Mm-hmm. as just kind of a prep preparation a little bit for preseason. Which even though that's a couple months away, but it gives us a chance to see them on campus inter- in, and interact with our guys a little bit more to break the ice. So that when they come in preseason, they they know each other a little bit more as well. So. Um, this one, I mean, it's really great from the guys, and not that they have that much of a choice, but um, they all help out with this, and, and they don't get paid anything for this winter one. <coughs> the summer one, uh, we're able to, to pay uh, the college guys that help us out for that one. But this one in the winter is 100% fundraising for, for our budget. Mm-hmm. So these guys volunteer their time for that, which is, which is huge. And, and all, all of this, all the proceeds for this one, goes 100% back into the Michigan State Soccer budget.
0: And is the camp something where you guys invite the players, or is it something they kind of seek out and come to you guys?
1: Both. Um, because it's become very, very popular, uh, we've, we have to kind of manage how we advertise it. But because of NCAA rules, it, you can only restrict it basically based on gender, age. And, and kind of time restriction and numbers. Mm-hmm. So it's really open to anyone and everyone that wants to get online and, and, and do it. But I think people are, because this is known to be a pretty good camp now, people are kind of always on our website looking to get on it. And, and so we can't, we can't hold it for any specific players um, or reserve spots or anything like that. It's just kind of first come, first serve uh, when it's on, online and, and open.
0: And like this season, you guys say you have like all types of different D one coaches coming in. A lot of, mm-hmm. I'm sure, your contacts, Damon's contacts, um, and we talked to Tim Lenahan from mm-hmm. Northwestern, and he said he was on the drive up coming last night. Um, so, like, what what type of coaches were there this time? What, what types we of schools? We had,
1: um, well, Northwestern, Notre Dame was here yesterday. One of their assistant coaches, um, Duquesne University, Buffalo, Loyal of Chicago um valparaiso evansville um oakland was supposed to come but weather issues i think they just weren't able to make it western michigan detroit um so quite northern illinois was supposed to come but weather issues kept them from coming Mm -hmm. um colgate university in new york so it, it was a very good it wasn't just local as well it was it was um I mean, it was all over the country, which is pretty good, and, and schools of all different varieties, from um, BCS level programs to private private schools as well.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess getting to the recruiting process, uh, you know, what what's your approach to it when you you know you find a player? How do you sell the school to the player in the program?
1: Well, I mean, luckily Michigan State helps to sell itself in a lot of ways, which is huge, just to get some top players. I get, or I guess, get our foot in the door with some top players, and um, obviously the having a big time football and basketball program and just the perception of the university as a whole help helps in that regard. Um, but the history of our our men's soccer program is pretty rich in tradition as well and, and success, and so and, and that's really climbed even more. That's been on a very good incline. <clears throat> for the, for the past few years and so um it's i mean i think we've put ourselves in a good position to to get some of the top kids in in the country and and even outside like jay obviously is from from toronto and um we saw him at at a showcase up in toronto <laughs> and and then he came to this camp and and then joined the U17 national team so we actually started to build a relationship with jay a little bit before he maybe even got noticed on, on a more n- national scale. But um, we just try to get get in touch with these guys as soon as we can and start to build relationships. That's a big part of it. Uh, so they get to know us and they get to learn about Michigan State University. And, and then I think when we can try to get them on campus – you, Michigan State, is a beautiful campus. You see a lot of the good facilities. I think we have a good coaching staff. We have a good group of guys, and I think when you can start to interact with with us, then I, I think you get a good feel that it, it's going to be a good experience. We're family oriented, but it's super competitive environment as well too. And obviously, Michigan State is a good school with a lot of a lot of top programs <laughs> academically.
4: So, uh, Jay, what sparked your interest to come to Michigan State?
3: Um. Well. I think I think the biggest thing is um being from Canada. It's it's not that far away from home. And um I mean just talking to Kylie and uh Damon and Ben on the whole on the whole recruiting process, they kind of they kinda of just made me feel um kinda of, like special, you know what I mean? Like like they came and talked to me and like they, they really wanted me. They really wanted me to like come to the school and they kinda of sold the school I came up I came for a visit I came to the camp um, and I just really like I really loved it when I um, came here it kind of felt like home to me so I think that was that was big Um, I hadn't even gone and visited any other school so it's kind of it's always been Michigan State for me so were you heavily recruited by any other
4: schools or just this one
3: um I wouldn't say heavily. I mean, I got my fair share of emails and stuff um, like that. But um, there were some good schools. There were some less good schools. But um, I committed to Michigan State pretty early on in the uh, process. So Yeah, I it's think been
1: Jay really started to get um, a lot more exposure after he committed here, actually, yeah. too. So to be honest, it's it's kind of fending off some of these other programs because most kids are very good with – fulfilling verbal commitments and things like that because that's all that they're able to do initially until they sign in and ally. but um and jay was super loyal through the through the process and um but would i mean there were other schools inquiring about about him and and so that happens sometimes too but uh you know for the most part kids are generally very loyal to their commitment and kind of live that through
4: uh and how about you fatay you know you have another brother that goes to u of m uh you know so family rivalry there um you know what kind of made you fall in love and choose Michigan State
2: um actually I think part of it for me was I went on a lot of my brother's recruiting visits like I met Kylie and them when I when my brother was coming through and um kind of just from the point where he came to visit here at Michigan State I was already like talking to Damon like uh like can I get something too like they're like (laughs) offering my brother stuff and um I think a lot of it was just being around the guys like there's there's a seriousness about the program but then we also have a really good personality within our team like everyone enjoys themselves we like to have fun we like to hang out with each other stuff like that so I think that kind of family aspect is what did it for me and obviously Kylie had a good relationship with Kylie when I was growing up he was calling me all the time like stuff like that talking on the phone a lot emails a lot so I thought it was just a good fit you know feels kind of like home and for me it's also close to home too i only live like an hour away from here so
4: uh now i guess between the two of you how many like offer actual offers did you
3: guys have start with you jay um actual offers i'd probably say that i've i had about four or five actual other offers that were that were emails um of course um i'd say four or five and those were pretty good Schools, I don't think that they were maybe they are now at the time they weren't um at Michigan state's level, but when I was as Kylie said, you know after I committed, I was getting a little bit more attention and stuff like that, and I had some I had some some bigger name schools as I was going through the national team process as well as being on at Toronto FC so I think like after after the fact that maybe like Probably like five to seven, probably five to seven. So, but like the the better schools were kind of towards end. But that was that was the summer that I was coming into my freshman year, so I was already ready to go here.
2: Yeah. Ty. Um, I actually don't know how many offers I got, I, cause I was I was more about getting enough from here than getting stuff from other people. I didn't really go on many visits. I went on. I went on a visit to like Wake Forest, like Cincinnati. I wanted to go on a visit to Georgetown, but it really just didn't work out for me with the timing. Like it was coming into the summer, we had a lot of stuff going on with our club team, with school stuff like that. So I mean, yeah, I don't. I think I maybe got like three offers, like actual offers from teams.
0: And Jay, were they mostly American schools for your offers, or were they c- Canadian schools?
3: Um, yeah, no, they were all um American. The Canadian University League, I mean, it's it's decent um, for kids there, but you know, there's no there's no like MLS, there's mm-hmm. no kind of not exactly future, but you, you can't really do as much because there's not as much money involved, there's not as much organization involved. So um, I never I never really considered um, going to any Canadian schools because I always wanted to either play college soccer mm-hmm. or go pro because that's kind of that's that's all I really want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was it was all American schools, ranging from the Midwest all the way out to like the southern parts of the country and stuff. So,
0: what about you, Kylie? We know you played at Creighton Cray- a couple um, years ago. Um, yeah.
2: What was your What was your recruiting process? Yeah,
1: no, I was not in nearly in, in these guys regard coming out of high school. <laughs> I grew up in Iowa, um, which is cer- certainly not a hotbed for soccer, but. Um, so i was kind of i kind of went out and and recruited myself to be Mm -hmm. honest to a lot of schools i initially actually wanted to get away from home um and i was on a good good club relative back then um i think we ended up having four or five guys that played division one soccer at some level so pretty good when you're talking about iowa but um so I actually was looking at at a lot of schools out in the western region because um, actually my dad lives out in the western region but uh, grew up in Iowa with my mom when it's all said and done I just decided to go to Creighton which is only about four hours away um, in Omaha and i I went there as a recruited walk-on um, and didn't and didn't get any scholarship money and um, just kind of worked my way on I was lucky enough I mean I I still traveled every game as, as a freshman in most all of my career. I I, I mean, I somehow for a top 20 program still played in half the games as a freshman, at least some minutes. Um, and then by my senior year, I was, I, I got a little bit of scholarship money, but still mm-hmm. wasn't, uh, you know, that, that much, but at least something to help me out. And, uh, but it was a very, very top program. Um, and I think, Today there are probably there are more good players out there, which is making for more good programs. When I played, there weren't as many good players, but they were condensed. All the good players I would say were condensed more um to the select group of teams. So those teams were were very good. Those those teams back then were as good as the teams today, for sure. Um there just weren't as many of them. So, um, but I think in my four years, I played with 20 guys that went on to play professional soccer at some level, whether it be MLS or, or A-League, which is now called USL. But, mm-hmm. um, so there's three guys that earn national team caps, um, full, ne- full national team caps, um, three guys that were MLS All-Stars. So it was a talented group, and I was what I was was just a very good, solid role player. Um, I literally played every position except for center back at some point or another. So um, that's kind of what I did. I was a hard worker and kind of solid in, in a lot of areas, but not special in any one area.
0: And how did how does the recruiting change from, like you said back then, the players were kind of condensed. There weren't as many um, highly talented players. How has the recruiting process changed from back when you were being recruited or recruiting yourself yeah. um, to now, like when, when you're out there recruiting?
1: Well, there's just so much more with, like, the so- social media and technology. I mean, it, literally, I mean, it, it's a long time ago, but it's not that long ago yeah. in that, it, I mean, they were still being hand, handwritten, or not handwritten, but typed letters mm-hmm. and back and forth and things like that. Um, I mean, e- email just really started to come along towards my senior year of high school, and. And, and obviously that so so it was a lot of just correspondence on the phone and usually commitments usually weren't happening until senior year at some point now commitments are happening pretty much for for good players it's almost always in their junior year now um, r- sometimes into their senior year um, but now some of the top players are committing in their sophomore years even so um, so the, the timeline of things have really uh, increased and. Um, and I think rarely do, does anyone go on an official visit now unless they're already committed. Um, so I'd say that's how it's changed. It's become more aggressive overall, I would say, too, for a lot of the programs. Um, and there's just more exposure. The websites are better. I mean, social media in general, it's just there's more information out there. Soccer's more popular in general than it used to be. Um, like, I would die to be able to watch the amount of soccer these guys get to watch on TV through NBC Sports Network with MLS, Premier League games, and even Big Ten Network and, and everything through college hmm. soccer, too. So um, that's where it's, it's changed a lot. Um, you know a lot more going in these days than you did back
4: then, I think. Uh, I guess for all three of you, start with Jay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, besides you know having the soccer skills and everything, um, how big was like the educational standpoint? Because obviously, you guys know that. I mean, with all these programs out here, you know, there's no guarantee you're going to play professional soccer for Mm. you know ten, twenty, you know, ten to fifteen years. So, how big was the educational standpoint for you, Jay?
3: Um, It was pretty big for me. Um, I mean, in Canada, (laughs) in Canada, there's um, the schools there aren't as focused. As I said on sports, but they're actually pretty good at pretty good academic schools. Um, and I mean, when I came here, I had a meeting um, with Jeremy Flynn, and, and he kind of went through all the perks of you know being a student athlete. Um, I mean, I get tutors, I get everything like that, and they kind of design a system um, for all of us to like all of us to succeed. So um, it was pretty cool. Um, I knew that um, that. I'd do well academically if I came here, um, just because of all the resources that they provide. Um, so, I mean, it, it was pretty big, and I just knew um, that if I came here, I'd do well.
2: Ty? Um, I would say it was pretty big in my recruiting process as well. I know I met with uh, Dwight hands, like, uh, like right from the start of my visits and stuff like that because, I mean, my parents have always been big on getting their education and stuff like that. It's just kind of a done deal for me. Like, I have to graduate, stuff like that. So I, was, I wanted to get into the business school and stuff like that. It was always really important to me. So, I mean, that was, that was probably one of the biggest parts of my decision was going to a good school as well, something that balanced soccer and school well. And I think our coaches played a big role in that too.
1: Um, yeah, and Dwight is just Dwight is one of the advisors in the College of Business, um, so that's who works with a lot of our athletes that are business majors.
4: I guess before we get to you and talk about the um, educational part for you two, if soc- if you know if soccer doesn't work out, what do you see yourselves doing?
3: Um, I think I kind of like to get in into sports media or sports uh, entertainment. You know, whether it's being um, a broadcaster for sports. Um, you know, I watch a lot of soccer and I kind of, I think it'd be cool, you know, maybe to just go, like be able to go to all the games, you know, televise that kind of stuff or maybe be a sports agent at some point. Um, I'm a communications major, so it's a pretty broad kind of major and there's a lot of mm-hmm. different avenues that you can go with it. And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think the communications college here is, it's a top a top um top in the country i heard um so i think it'd be um it'd be pretty cool to get a, a degree from there and i think if soccer doesn't work out that i'd have a lot of options coming out of school
4: oh so. man we never see you all that. i mean we're in the kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, i'm a journalism major there's a good reason
2: Really but um yeah i'm actually not sure what i would want to do um it would be something involving business in some way. Like I, I would kind of wanted to be a management consultant at some point, but I'm not sure how how deep I want to get into that. But I mean, it it would be something involving business in some way. I just kind of like that that kind of stuff. I'm pretty good at math, so it's just my thing.
4: Yeah. I like for the educational standpoint, for when you went to Creighton. Um, it was, it was definitely
1: important for sure. Um, it's funny though, because I, I totally changed career paths as well. I, I was a double major in accounting and finance and worked, worked very hard. I was, I was never like a a top student, but definitely over a 3.0 student. Um, but it, I mean, those were two of the toughest, uh, fields in business. So, so it was a lot of work. Uh, and I started in a, counting for actually my first three three years while i was doing club and and uh odp coaching on the side and then totally went the other way and got into coaching full-time but it was definitely a huge part of of my college decision initially um so yeah and it's it's something that we really focus on here and talk to our uh, the guys that we are our current players obviously of course and and our recruits and like jay was saying i mean our our student Student athlete academic support here is—I mean, it's—it's it's unmatched. I, I mean, it's—it's it's unbelievable, uh, the type of support that we get here, and and so it really helps our all of our student athletes do do very very well. And in our our program personally is has gone up incredibly over the last few years as well too.
0: Um. So how about on a little lighter note? Um. We're gonna do kind of like a questionnaire just. Get some feeling about the team, mm-hmm. um, behind the scenes kind of stuff. Um, uh oh. So you can just, <laughs> okay. kind of a all tell right. all. You guys can say whatever you want, um, but it can be heard by them, so just be a little careful. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Brooks, you want to start off with the first question?
4: Yeah. Um, for you, uh, Kyle, you can answer if you want to as well. I'll
1: just listen carefully <laughs> <out> <laughs> when needed. Then, to yeah. yeah.
3: yeah.
4: All right. uh, for Jay and Patai, uh, professional player, who do you try to mold your game after?
3: Um, that's a tough one. A tough um, I mean, growing up, I was um. I mean, I guess my childhood hero was uh, David Beckham. So, um, I wouldn't say that I've kind of molded my game um, around him. I kind of, I think right now because you know players have changed, I probably try and mold my game around maybe Iniesta or Ozil because they're, you know, they're. They play the same position as I do, mm-hmm. and um, they kind of try to impact the game. <coughs> and they they like getting uh, assists, which is something I uh, I take pride in. So I think um, it'd definitely be Ozo or uh, or Iniesta. I have um,
2: <laughs> I started off kind of trying to mold my game after Kevin Prince, and then I realized that <laughs> <got> he <laughs> plays nothing like me. And- <laughs> He's more of an attacking guy, and I'm kind of the kid that just sits back mm-hmm. and plays defense. But I switched after a while to Alexander Song, who played for Arsenal. And he was more in my kind of role. And then he left Arsenal, so I don't like him anymore. <laughs> Where did he
1: go? Did he go to a <laughs> French team? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah,
2: he doesn't even play. The traitor, like yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I switched to Paul Pogba. But... I saw him score some unbelievable goals, and, you know, my shooting is not up to par right now, so <laughs> I'm still kind of searching for, for who I can mold my game after at this point, you know? You're
0: very honest about your favorite
1: not, player. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's got to fit <laughs> well, you perfect. Do. So it, is the, the, haircut, is have, the, is haircut, the haircut, is that Pogba, or is that the haircut
2: is all of them pretty all much? Okay. Okay. Kind of, I mean, his song yeah, is kind of, his is a little different, but <laughs> okay. Pogba and Kevin Prince is, Okay.
1: <laughs> so we had this thing this past season where a lot of the guys were starting to get different haircuts mm-hmm. and kind of uh, yeah, I guess pulse. are they f- called faux hawks? Oh. Like not yours is Doesn't it? Matter I don't know what they're. Called. But pulse they're like
3: euro cuts. cuts. Yeah, yeah, a
1: lot of euro a lot of euro soccer cuts I yeah. guess too. And it was a kind of a team bonding mm-hmm. thing and guys were doing it on the road and stuff like that. So um, and then when did you bust this one out? Was this Big 10 tournament? Big 10 tournament. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, and then I will say this this is on, on a side note, but Fatai kind of put some uh, friendly, I guess, not bets, but uh, some challenges or just he, basically if, if we did well in the Big Ten tournament, he was going to make us get haircuts as a coaching staff as well, too. Initially, it started <laughs> that if we won the Big Ten tournament, I was supposed to get a, a Mohawk or a Faux hawk or whatever. So we came up slightly short in that one. But then then Ben Pierman, our other assistant coach, um, willingly, willingly, <laughs> of course, um, went to Fatai and said, if we make, make the Sweet 16, I'll, I'll get it done. So we checked that one off. Ben did it. And I told Fatai I'd do it if we got to the Elite Eight. So, so I was sporting a... That was mine. Was more of a mohawk than a, a fauxhawk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like no. So on side. yeah, and <laughs> just, just a straight. Yeah, mohawk. so that. Well, so though, I, I mo- kind of uh, we went in uh, together and did that one. So that was that was kind of fun and um, luckily mine grew back. So I'm <laughs> getting older, so it's not growing as much as it used to. But yeah. So but that that was kind of fun and and yeah. some of the guys. You can definitely tell their personality a little bit with that one. And, of course, Ben Pierman is still sporting yes, it. his has, yeah, very much. His
2: he thinks he looks really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the reason he volunteered was because he really wanted an excuse <laughs> yeah. to get the Yeah. Yep.
4: <laughs> um, uh, favorite professional soccer team?
3: My favorite team is Manchester uh, United. I'm <sighs> not doing so hot right now, <clears throat> but um, I'm a faithful fan. I'm not a bandwagon jumper. I mean... Um, <laughs> I yeah, talking no, but, about, uh, but... Manchester United. I've I've supported them as a kid. As I said, uh, David Beckham played for them growing up. So it's always been it's always been uh, them for me.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm an Arsenal fan. I <clears throat> really like just superb the way they play. You know, they play a good style of soccer. They're always very good, you know. They're the best team in the Premier League, so. They won today.
3: Yeah, they actually Cameron's yeah. two mm-hmm. They're yeah. the, the best team this year.
2: No, they're the they're the best oh. team in the Premier. League. I don't know, Man. I think Man City. I mean, you can look says. at the tables, and and they'll tell you the, the <laughs> right answer for the questions, So, yeah. but yeah, I
1: mean. Well, they have a big one coming up against my favorite in Champions League, which yeah. is Bayern Munich. Well,
2: way to hop on that bandwagon, <laughs> <But>
1: <laughs> Let's join the. We'll I've had that goes. Bayern Munich sticker thing in my office that's since true. i got here that's true i've seen that. so that's true. yeah that's that would be my favorite team
2: i'll put Net. that out there and international will win both of those games Both all Right. right we'll so. see we'll see <laughs> we'll hold you to that yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. i sense that little wager here yeah, yeah. friendly for Kylie yeah, Friendly. Oh, I <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that. laughs> i don't know i can't do that again wife
1: down. wasn't too happy
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right
4: that's... how about team jokester
3: Team jokes are that's easy. Drone crystal ball. Yep, yeah. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Easy. <laughs> How yeah. So? I mean that kid has more energy than I did when I was about five years old. <laughs> he, he's always happy. I don't think I've ever seen him upset and he's always just clowning with the team, whether it's jokes or he's just, you know, getting in fights with the guys during <laughs> practice, just doing random tackles and stuff like that. Um no, he's he's an awesome guy. He's just um he's always really fun and his not only is he really fun but his his jokes a lot of the time make uh, everyone um
2: crack up so except for the one kid he's joking about yeah <laughs> yeah
3: He's a fun kid
4: though. I yeah. Cody Henderson throws around some good jokes too.
3: He's like he's like low key, really funny. Yeah, like he? he'll he'll stay like quiet and then he'll just come in with a comment and everyone mm-hmm. will laugh. <laughs> and it's just like Cody, where'd you come from? And it's just like and sometimes it's borderline that like it's either mean Yeah, that's pretty it's, cool. yeah it's <laughs> it's like borderline mean or like really funny. So sometimes it can catch people off guard,
2: but um will say Keener thinks he's, he's the biggest joke. <laughs>
3: Keener t- thinks he is. Keener, he's not. But we're gonna say this,
2: is. and whether he hears it or not, he has some of the worst jokes. <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> and um, we always make fun of him because his girlfriend is the only person that laughs at his jokes. Yeah. But, well, you
1: know, and, and Keener laughs at his own Keener jokes. Every laughs at every time. That's jokes, that's so. also <laughs> what makes it ten times worse is that he laughs right away, immediately yeah. after he says.
4: Alright, guys. How about the out of the coaches, biggest jokester.
1: Oh, i Ben. Ben Pierman is. is I mean, he's like a, a college student still. Some in, in some ways. Um, no, and being serious, Ben Ben is an excellent coach, but he is one of the funniest human beings to be around. Um, but we do joke because we. I mean, I can barely get anything done in the office when he's around, and, and for some some reason he. Is able to do like five things at once and and still be fine. But uh, for me, I can deal with a couple things going on. But Ben is is a huge clown and just always keeping things. Uh, he, he's always on not on edge, but he's always riding an edge with with things. And and so it's it's kind of funny. But he uh, yeah, Damon and I would get much more done without Ben. But <laughs> it, life wouldn't be as funny or, or fun without him either. So.
4: Uh, So, out of the players, best like street soccer skills, like foot skills, ball skills. Jay, guaranteed.
3: Um, Hate to say it, can't say himself. I'm I'm not gonna say myself. I think I'm pretty good at them. Um, (laughs) I mean, I can just, I can let Fatai and them talk about it. I I mean,
2: Jay, he. He Not plays. Keener? He, Keener. Keener, no, no. Keener's got some, Keener's Keener a warrior. Has some decent moves. Yeah. Keener's. But he's a battler. Keener, yeah. Keener will
3: score a goal for you and start bleeding everywhere. Yeah. yeah. That's what he'll do for you. Not exactly the but whole Jay has, thing. Jay,
2: Jay just has this different style like, of play, you know? Like, we'll play futsal or we'll be at practice and there'll be three guys trying to take the ball from him at the same time and somehow <laughs> he'll just pop out the other side of the ball and everyone's just like, how did he just do that? But, I mean. Yeah, Jay so Jay has the to most knack
1: for that, I would say too. Who who else in futsal is pretty pretty good? I mean,
3: Jerome's actually pretty good. Jerome, yeah. You know? yeah, he's got pretty good feet. I mean, he's Ruts got a really is. low center of gravity because
2: he's yeah. so short. He's pretty good at futsal. Ruts is pretty
3: good too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who has like the most
2: tricks, like juggling yeah, wise and stuff like tricks, that? Tricks, yeah. Probably Jay. That might be me too. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's um, the only tricky player on our team. What about Myers? <laughs> No, he's not. A, um, he's a simple player. Yeah. I mean,
3: Jason can do some stuff too. Yeah. Stacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Stacy. Um, I mean, I mess around with him in training and stuff all the time. We always. It's actually more so me, him, and Jerome. We always kind of joke around whether it's kicking the ball at each other or stuff like that. But I mean, he can do. Him hey and Jerome, um, they can both do some pretty cool stuff with the ball too. So.
0: Is it just something you've been doing ever since you've grown up and you like some keep, some guys lose that, you kinda just mm-hmm. start worrying about the game and yeah. you kinda put that off to the side. Is that just something you always just loved?
3: Um I mean, yeah, it kind of it kinda of molded me into the player that I am. Yeah. Um I'm kind of a player who, you know, likes to take risks. Maybe sometimes I shouldn't be, um, but I like to take risks and I like to do things that are flashy because that's just kind of that's how I've always that's how I've always played Mm -hmm. and it's it's worked out for me (laughs) um for the most part but um I mean when I was younger you know I do the step overs I do all that stuff a little more than I should I still do it from time to time but as you said um I think when you grow up and the game's getting more physical and it's getting faster there's not as much room for that um so you know I've I've definitely changed my game a little bit up um that way but when the time comes you know i i like to do things you know that maybe uh please the crowd every now and then and stuff like that so um just kind of how i've grown up and just how i how i've always played
4: oh yeah was i think if i might have to if i get to train with these guys i want to that training video i might have to watch out for jay I think <laughs> probably about like 10 times in one
3: once I twice. may try that yeah, yeah once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> or all practice. Or maybe. all practice, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so we had
0: we had a little conversation <laughs> off the air before, um, and it was about Jay's jacket. Um <laughs>
3: Which you, one? This one? one? Your jacket oh, yeah. that you're wearing.
0: <laughs> um so just an, another question: Who's got the best fashion on the team? Who, who's, got the who's got the swag? Who's got the style? Jay likes to think it's Jay's it, definitely I, got. The I kind of, Euro, I kind of, got
3: kind of of this yeah. European look. Yeah. I'm not from America, no so I, yeah. <laughs> I'm from Canada. He's a foreigner. So, yeah. As a foreigner, you know, I gotta, I gotta rep my own style. But I will um, say that
1: European fac- fashion usually starts before America. It usually comes over to America. Oh no, it's there, but that. like yeah.
3: everyone on the team thinks that, like, because I'm a foreigner, that I have this like. Oh, it's a different, different way kind you of dress. style. It's of way you dress <laughs> different. <laughs> no, um, I mean, a lot of guys, My, in our Myers team. like Myers likes He's to dress got some, up. Yeah,
2: Monty likes to dress up. Adam Montague. I thought he likes to wear
4: sweatpants. Apparently, he wears sweatpants. He does. Wear a he lot wears. Of sweatpants,
2: he does, but I,
3: but he can clean up. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Quinn is pretty good style too. Quinn. Asa is kind of oh, like Aisa a little frat boy. Yeah. Asa, yeah. yeah,
4: definitely. I have a question. Um, Since Asa's from Kentucky, and then you have. Bennett from Texas. Do they have the cowboy boots or the hat
3: or anything? ZB has cowboy boots. ZB. Does he wear them to class? He does not wear them to class. West West definitely Curtis. Wesley, Wesley Curtis. Wesley Curtis definitely graduated. He, would wear them. he yeah. yeah he wears He'll wear. I think he has like a cowboy hat yep. that he that he, that he'll wear out sometimes too. <laughs> yeah. So um, He's got yeah, no you know. shame. I mean everyone on our team has pretty good style. Um, there's different. There's just different kind of. Yeah. I like to keep different, different people. I yeah, keep it simple, TV, I go flashy, everyone else just kind of a yeah. little bit in between.
0: Is there anyone who stands out who does not have style to you guys? Or even coaches? No, Do any, no, any of the coaches have, it have it an awful air. style?
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, Ben thinks he's Ben's super fit. Ben <laughs> you know? just but, can't wear he's, he's tried, He stays with it, but, yeah, he... I don't like think he looks and... as good as he thinks yeah. he looks in some, wear some of the stuff. Material, but... but he Ben's pretty good with his fashion. He stays up on that. I'll I'll admit, like I'll ask, I'll I'll be at the store every once in a while, and I'll I'll take a picture or something and text it to Ben and be like, "Is this like is this kind of cool <laughs> right now or what?" Yeah. <laughs> I'll get his opinion. I won't I won't it won't be the the Bible for me by any means. <laughs> but I'll be like, "All right, is, so." Is this work right now or not? But uh, Ben's Ben's pretty good with that stuff. Definitely with the coaching staff, he's he's most in tune with fashion.
2: Who Austin and his Jack? Who's Austin. who's the worst oh, on the team?
3: Austin's got pretty good style too. Does he? Yeah, I he's mean, like he's, a surfer Cali, Cali yeah, type. Yeah, yeah, look. Yeah. Um, At the freshman.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Worst style.
2: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who a, just keeps the most simple, like, basic? I'm the basicest, the most pretty
3: basic, yeah. yeah. Except I mean, during
2: just... the season, when we have games, I, I dress up to come to the locker room. Yeah,
3: okay. You see nice. tie? Yeah.
2: You no, know, like, yes. jeans, some nice clean shoes nice. <laughs> nice shirt jay started copying my shoes throughout the year he i didn't i didn't
3: know you had the shoes he thinks that i showed up with time. a pair of
2: vans the next day i see him in his locker with the pair of vans <laughs> 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 multiple times throughout the year but, you know. when we have like banquet stuff and the big 10
1: banquet and our our men's and women's soccer banquet all the guys dress up pretty well they clean Whoa. they all clean up pretty well yeah that's more formal dress so it's they all look pretty good when we
3: do that
4: trying to dress the ladies huh
3: I mean, yeah, we got a pretty good-looking women's soccer team, so it, it doesn't hurt, um, you know, looking good in front of them sometimes. So,
4: people on the field hockey team, like, we, well, Harry didn't Harry say that? Harry.
3: Yeah, we have one of the and
4: tennis Fino, players. Our, our guy that does the pack, like, you know, he like knows all the field hockey players. But yeah, okay. like that's where it's at too.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> do they yeah, do they have so the, um. They have some international.
2: Oh yeah, girls. They
3: right. have some people. I think they have some girls from. Have, is it Scotland? Yeah, there's Ireland, a couple from they, Scotland and Ireland. Well, the head coach. Helen they have some. Uh, I think they have like two Canadians there too. Yeah, that are from the yeah. uh, west coast of Canada.
2: So. All
4: right, then my final question is: All right, you're going out for the night. You need a wingman. Who's your wingman on the team? Which player?
2: <laughs> oh man. That's how
4: you can answer too, if you want.
2: <laughs> That's a tough one. I oh, don't man. feel comfortable answering that because I have a girlfriend, so we'll leave that one in. Check. I thought,
3: what? Ha- I would hundred percent. I would say my wingman was Sean Connery, not here anymore, but it was definitely Sean Connery. I'd say now it would either be it's got to be Zach Bennett or A. C. Miller. Zach Bennett Race Ace no Keener I thought
4: Keener with the flow well, and like I mean Keener's I Keener has got a girlfriend he's got a, he a
3: girlfriend so he doesn't too, yeah. yeah I mean he's, he's, <laughs> he's no Keener, Keener
1: a gets a
4: lot of love for sure though
3: he gets the, a lot of love because of his hairdo flowing yeah. locks yeah. for sure
4: yeah. what about Cope was Cope one I thought like he be one two.
3: every single girl on this campus thought yeah. Cope was a great <laughs> great looking guy um, but I mean he's he wasn't into it he just really wasn't into that kind of like. he was pretty focused yeah he's a pretty focused guy you know he's uh focuses on soccer and not have you know, time for so girls doesn't really have time for girls yeah yeah
1: so you can still say you you even if you have a girlfriend a you can still have a it's gotta, is
4: she, is I mean she it it'd be me us? I mean
2: even just like wouldn't be a surprise. even it has got to be me though even just like to, to go out and hang out with <laughs> I mean I I go when I go out if a tie like, ever goes out it's are,
3: it's yeah. yeah 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 and sorry I I'm changing what I said if 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 Fatai's coming out, then Fatai will be yeah,
2: I mean, it'll be the know, right we now. dance. You know, we okay. have fun. Okay. We dance pretty hard. Freestyle night. Freestyle pretty hard. Lay some <laughs> lay some lines down on a beat. Nice. That was good. Yeah. Nice.
4: Yeah. What about you, Kylie? If you uh I know you're married and whatnot. Yeah, but, you know. I
2: would just have to say Damon right now, we'll
1: you know, both married guys, we have to what? uh we have to well, uh his own his own, sure. own his like own just Pearman. he doesn't yeah, need anyone. He, yeah, he um I mean I'd say he, Pierman just keeps us all entertained when we go out. So that's that's a good guy to have just to to keep the party li- lively, I guess. Um so yeah, I I would I would say those guys obviously we spend a lot of time together on the office, on the road, on the recruiting trail, all that stuff, but I mean we'll 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 take our are professional in, into a, fr- a friendship off the field as well, too.
0: Um, I got one last question. Does anyone have any, like, weird superstitions or do anything strange like that before a game? Coaches players just something some people might think Kiener, why the heck are you doing that
2: keener is a little weird before games keener sits in his locker puts his headphones on and just stares at the ground for like yeah. at least 30 minutes yeah. before the game. Just 30 minutes can't talk yeah. to him can't tell a joke around him nothing like 100 percent serious focus um i'm that kid that's just
3: running around dancing i kind of i mean track. i kind of like to listen to house music yeah before a game um some guys on our team are more into rap, so they kind of give me a hard time when I'm when I'm bumping my beats in the locker room. <laughs> you owe me a CD, by the way. I still gotta That's make that true. for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I mean, I think a lot of the guys on our team we usually just like like listening to music. I know at the Big Ten tournament when we were at Ohio State, they had a sweet sound system oh. in the uh, away locker room and we were uh we danced a lot yeah we were getting down to some music <laughs> <here> <laughs> too, which is a lot of fun so do you
2: have dance competitions no because i would just win all of them so yeah Fatai. <laughs> no i'm just the only one that really enjoys themselves in the locker room before games <laughs> yeah. everyone's everyone's kind of focused you
3: know? Fatai kind of gets Gotta his fun uh... gets his zen going by yeah. just messing around uh-huh. so
2: it's different styles yeah right. yeah you want to do men's
3: soccer? You know? Yeah. Do you guys want to? Did you guys kind of
4: watch the game yesterday, men's national team,
3: or? I didn't, want to I didn't know,
1: watch. No, because we had the camp going oh, on. The oh, too. Yeah, so I think both it. you guys were helping us out yeah. during that uh, shift. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, we missed that.
0: Yeah. Um. How about just coming into next season? What are you guys looking forward to? Um. It's still a little bit of ways away, but like, what are you guys excited for right now?
2: Um. I would say my biggest thing is like, is coming in my senior year, so. Even from the start of the spring, it's like it's the last time you're gonna do everything. So it it really is like a different focus. Like you'll you'll hear the seniors say it every year that there's something different about going into every game when it's your senior year. And when you're younger, you don't really understand it because you think, oh, I still have like three more years left, two more years left, stuff like that. But now it's kind of coming into crunch time, and it's like if, if there's goals you want to accomplish when you're in college, you, this is your last opportunity to do mm-hmm. it. So it's really It's it's a much different kind of focus to it, I would say.
3: Um, I'd say for me, um, we had an awesome season last year. But I think, like, we're a program that's continuing to rise. You know, two years ago, my freshman year, we won the Big Ten. Um, We made it um, to the second round of the NCAA tournament last year. We made it to the the Elite Eight. And I think now, coming into next year, I think that we have the guys – that can do it, but I think you know it's it's trying to get to that national spotlight. You know, make a Final Four and win mm-hmm. a national championship, so we can get Michigan State kind of um, you know up there with and kind of labeled as one of the uh, best soccer schools in the country. And that's kind of something um, that like I like that personally. Like I want to do. You know, I want to be a part of a team that has you know won a national championship in college. You know, that's the best mm-hmm. thing that you can do for your sport. So I think next year, you know, it's just it's. It's getting the freshmen come in involved. You know, I'm going to be a junior, so I have more of you know, kind of like a leadership role on the team next year. So to be um, kind of getting the guys in line, and you know, and just kind of just just getting everyone Mm -hmm. on the same page and um, trying to fight for a common goal. What about from the coaching perspective? What do you? Yeah,
1: I think um, I mean we we usually don't talk um, as a team about these goals specifically too much because i think it's just kind of inherent in in that we have very high expectations as a team and everything and we probably talk a little bit more specifically to some of our older guys and some of our leaders which both jay and fatay are Mm -hmm. um and damon always kind of calls some of those high expectations and just um random talk kind of just um you know, bar talk, locker room talk, type stuff, and so it, it's easy to say all that stuff um, that, that Jay was talking about because certainly what he just said is those those are our goals and ambitions. But I, I do think that our team, for the most part, we have it'll be a lot of juniors and seniors, and so I think there's a very good core. I think they understand what it takes. I think they, for the most part, understand. The work, the attention to detail uh, in, in all facets of the games and preparation during and post, all those things that helped get to where we were last year and helped made that a successful season. So, um, I think they're confident that in, in our leadership and our core group that they're going to help take us to that next level, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And, and certainly from a talent standpoint, it's there. Um, and we've got a good a good recruiting class coming in as well so i think that'll that'll help out but um though i mean our expectations are always high for this program for sure and and our next goal is is not only competing for a big 10 championship which uh, we hope to but also to get to a final four and compete for a national championship and um and then like jay said hopefully kind of cement us as, as one of the top programs in the country and um you know that that's certainly what what our expectations are and like every team i mean you have to deal with ups and downs and we've had injuries in the past that we've dealt with relatively well and um but i think we have a pretty deep team and i think that showed a lot this past year um and and so even if we have a couple injuries i think there's a pretty good core of guys here that hopefully we can keep it running
4: all right, so with Rutgers and Maryland coming in, you know Maryland's always going to be a top national contender. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rutgers kind of program dropped off a little bit, but, you know, they're probably still competitive. Uh, just your perspectives of the next year, the new Big Ten soccer conference for the men's.
3: Um, I think it's really cool that they're both coming in. As you said, Maryland's always a really good school at soccer, and um, I think both of them coming in, it's going to add um, a little bit more competition to the Big Ten, the Big Ten um, is already—I <laughs> mean, it's already hard enough as it is. Every single game in the Big Ten doesn't doesn't matter if you're playing the top team or the or the team that's in last place. It's always a hard game, and and you always got to work. And I think adding a team like Maryland and Rutgers, who are already good soccer programs, I think that um, it's just gonna it, it, it's gonna challenge us um, not only in conference play, but it's kind of it's gonna give us more. Um, more practice and kind of um like competition that's gonna help us you know if we make it to the ncaa tournament and, and stuff like that so it's gonna um it'll definitely help us there and I mean next year we're going to play at Maryland, so I mean that's gonna be their big ten home opener it's gonna be uh, they get massive amounts of crowds there like thousands of people, so I think it's gonna be um not only really cool to have them but it's going to be cool you know for me myself um <laughs> t- just to play in like an atmosphere like that in college so
2: yeah um i would just say that adding teams like that to the big 10 is is really important because that's another team in your schedule that could definitely potentially challenge for a national championship so when you're playing against teams like that throughout the year like the marylands the indians michigan stuff like that it gives you a good outlook on where you're at as a team, like whether you win those games, tie those games, lose those games, you see kind of what you need to work on, stuff like that, stuff that can prepare you if you do make the tournament to make a good run in the tournament. So you really get to size yourselves up against teams like that. So I think it's a good fit for us.
1: Yeah, I think everyone was excited when they were going to join the conference from a soccer standpoint because there's only seven men's teams currently um and so just adding two good programs is just going to help the level of the conference and we were always already number one of the top two or three conferences soccer conferences out there and this will easily make us one of the top one or two and uh we're really excited and um damon is one of the best schedulers in the country and we've been either a top 10 rpi or top 10 strength of schedule each of the last two or three years so um, this is just going to add to that and help prepare us for hopefully when we get into the NCAA tournament to to just be prepared for those types of teams that when we, when we get there.
0: All right, so that's going to wrap it up for us here at Impact Sports um, and with the corner kick. Um, we want to thank you guys for all coming in. We want to thank Kylie, um, Fatai, Jay um, from both me and Brooks. And we really appreciate it, and we hope to get you guys coming in couple more times um throughout the year throughout next season just to keep everyone up to date with you guys because a lot of people we got a lot of good feedback a lot of people want to know about soccer and with your with success you guys had um they just want to know more um so like i said that's going to wrap it up um this is corner kick and we'll see you next week for a breakdown of the recruits coming in in the freshman class
1: great thanks for having us thanks for having thank you appreciate it
0: And my goodness, they didn't want to drop it dropping on this boy's red through. He
3: is a threat. He is stunning. Take What a start
2: from Liverpool. Still natural. Looks like Shannon.
3: Early in the game. He's entitled to be a little nervous. But was he? You
2: bet your life he wasn't. Miller, lovely push header, for beauty! What a hit! Son. What a head! It's finished at Sunderland. Manchester United have done all they can. That Rooney goal was
3: enough for the three points. Manchester City are still alive here. And let me tip my hat to the genesis of this goal. Balotelli, Aguero! Oh!